who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. The bastards are in a brief time of calm after their daring escape from midspace. Landing in the neutral settlement of Garcia, nestled between synthetic and wraith space, our heroes are in search of much needed repairs for their sorry starship. Munitions, rations, and some well-deserved R&R. Starring Dr. Z, a psychic jellyfish-like alien, versed in the arts of hacking and medicine who pilots a robotic suit of armor. Cleo, the Ursine explosives expert, an immense bipedal bear creature, armed to the teeth and not adverse to risk-taking. And Herodotus, a decorated military officer, dedicated to the imperial conquest of human civilization. Together they are... The Backwater Bastards. When we last saw our bastards, escorted by Hans the Space Dragon, finding some choice scrap material to repair the severely damaged Dragon-class starship. Oh, I miss him already. Oh. And he went on his merry way, consuming waste and selling his gold excrement to various traders. Can't believe we didn't get the any. The highest bidder. But the bastards themselves had to rather quickly get themselves out of synthetic space, having just blown up thoroughly blown up an entire synthetic empire command ship Leo snuffing out many artificial <laughs> lives I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and of course the, the bastards aren't entirely certain that they're welcome in midspace right now either so there's no nope. minimal options in terms of, of neutral space that they can go to but there is a small station called uh, Garcia Station Ooh. right in the, the corners of contested midspace and it's basically right in the little cul-de-sac nestled between synthetic worlds and the wraith worlds where there's actually sort of a melding of cultures of synthetics who are like draft dodging and trying to escape from being part of this big machine of like the machine or the, the, yeah the machine yeah. the synthetic empire and then wraiths who are abandoning the old ways because wraith society is going to the dogs very insular and very very <laughs> traditionalist you know, they, they revere the monarchs and so on. But uh, not all wraiths do. And some of them left their home as well to join with these droids who have left synthetic systems to create this new 
cultural melting pot of high technology and crazy mystical physical power and it's yeah it's just an interesting place but also being in a neutral zone between all the the worlds it's it's a trading hub for all sorts of disreputable types who don't want to necessarily pay any taxes on their goods sounds perfect for us side note garcia station is named for one of our patrons Fernando Garcia. Yay, thank you, Fernando. Boom. Canned applause. You want like a really cheesy 60s canned applause there. <laughs> oh my God, Ooh. that is but the best name. Yes. The best. But anyway, the Grey Dragon has really seen better days. It's got some serious damage. So Cleo ejected and exploded the escape pod. It was amazing. Dr. Zafre literally just penetrated a hole through one of the, the gun turrets. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did, baby. Yeah, but it's a good Dr. Zafre size. Some drill droids actually um, drilled three holes into the, the bottom of the armor plating of the ship. Speed holes. Hans, <laughs> Hans um, he ripped off and ate a large chunk of the armoring of the back Bastard. section of the ship. And he clawed his way over the wings and did some, some damage there as well. But uh, aside from all of those things, you know, it's just not looking too bad. Yeah. It's, I mean, not looking too much worse than when you found it, mm. I suppose, considering it had been in a trash heap for a <laughs> long time. But yeah, there are definitely like a few sections of the ship that need immediate repairing because, well, I mean, the gun turret, although it was completely functional, was unusable because it has to be sealed off. Wait, no, it's still usable by me. Yeah, but you can't get into it, though. <laughs> Not without... Um, walk on the outside of the ship first to get into it, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you can walk along the outside of the ship to get into it, I guess. But like, if you open up the bulkheads while in space, it's going to suck yes. everyone else out now. Um, he, he's a jellyfish, so, you know, he's, he's, he's soft positioned. <laughs> but Garcia is the perfect place to get some, um, some repairs done on the cheap, especially if you've already got a lot of the scrap material required. Nice. So uh, as uh, Herodotus lowers it into the station... You, uh, and it's it's a curious sort of thing. So the station has been built onto the side of a giant asteroid. Ooh. And it's got a real dichotomy to it. As you come towards it, you can see it actually represents the peoples of it, perhaps, because there's this big chunk of volcanic rock, that this desolate organic side of... Not really organic. A desolate uh, natural side of the station. And then it's got a huge chrome mechanical section attached to it. Huge tracts of land. Uh, can I huge freaking tracks of land? Where are you going? <laughs> Nowhere, like six times, and then I'll get stabbing. Um, <laughs> so should I? Uh, can I do a piloting roll to see how well I uh, how, how how well I put down the ship? I mean, I think you might have to. Yeah, it's important that we know. Oh, can I support this roll with a navigation roll to try and help? Oh, oh, you. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> do 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 that, and then we can. Yeah, do do, do that. It's, yeah, do the navigation roll to make sure we're actually at the right place. <laughs> okay. No, no, do, do a navigation roll, and then based on how well that roll goes, I'll give my response to it. Anyway, here's okay. my piloting roll. I did an 18. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't even need to do anything. Yeah, That's an amazing roll. Yeah, and I'm doing great. But do it anyway. <laughs> do it anyway. I want an excuse to accuse you of being a backseat driver. <laughs> oh, yeah. True that. You get over here, you map jockey. An eight. <laughs> I rolled an eight. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, Dr. Doctor Z has not done great on the navigation. I swear it's just around here. Oh, good Lord, Doctor. That's the laboratory, not the hangar. Oh, God. Because you have to hang <laughs> down. When you, you're the, that doesn't mean the rest of us have to. All right, let's put this baby down. And then uh, good Herodotus does like a 
1080 uh, flip with the ship as he lands. Just like makes it real fancy. <laughs> I don't know what you say. Wow. <laughs> Kick flips it. I don't a flourish? Know. It's, it's like the X Games, but for spaceships. <laughs> Did you just do it? Exactly. A Tony Hawk? Yeah. He does a, a <laughs> he grinds a rail all the way into the docking. Yeah, as I said when I was little and we wanted to play Tony Hawk at my cousin's house, I Tom Hanks it. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's probably the same. Describe to us the station port that we're landing in. Sure thing. So it's it's almost like the sort of the equivalent of like a like a big old like aviation barn. It's not particularly well secured, but it's yeah, it's, it seems to be uh, like it's guarded by a number of big, bulky, militarized-looking droids. You can tell that some of the defectors living here are pretty well-made and pretty well-armed. Even though they, they've, you know, decided to live a life outside of the military, they're, they're still very well-equipped to guard. So it looks like even though the building itself is completely insecure, it's a relatively safe place to, to park. You're on part of the rocky section, so as you approach in, you can see that there is partially terraformed this station, and it does have an atmosphere. And there's a few like pathetic scrubby plants growing amongst the volcanic rock and sand. Oh, lovely, excellent atmosphere. Love it. Love it. As you're coming in, you can see there's a number of people, mostly wraiths and the occasional droid who seem to be out on the rock surfaces playing some sort of team sport. Ooh, they're flicking a disc between sort of like sticks. What? What the? There's something going on there. And then on the other side where there's the sort of big mechanical city, there's just all these odd shaped structures. You can tell this place has been like assembled out of all sorts of commandeered Wait, I hope that Herodotus knows how to play that game because of his uh, boarding school school. (laughs) Do you know the game? It was mostly buggery in the lash, don't you know? (laughs) Rum, buggery in the lash. One of Herodotus's key advantages that he has is that he is well connected. (gasps) Oh yeah. Yes. Great. So Great. although he has poor aim and is incredibly slow and technically unlikable. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he, uh, he is very well connected. So this Racism will do that to you. He has fought all over this galaxy. Yep. There's a, there's <laughs> a very, very high chance he has to be acquainted with this this sport. All right. So should I roll a something something? What do I roll? Yeah, um, roll, me a, roll me a d20 and add a five. Roll your d20 and add your five. Huh? Ten. Oh. So ten. Damn. So he has a passable knowledge of it. He doesn't know how to play, but he knows. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it a name now. It's, it's gonna, let's call it uh, Discord. Ooh, Discord. Ew, don't you know over there they are playing Discord? It's a strange local game. You use six balls at the same time. Fourteen players fight with two of the balls. The rest sit on the sideline for decorations. You don't want the audience to get frisked. Now. <laughs> The goal of the game simulates the goal of the political agenda of the day. Therefore, it changes all of the time, depending on local preferences, as it were. This means, you know, cross-league games are nearly impossible. However, (laughs) it is a great way to keep the masses of the empire entertained. You see, this game has the potential of being literally... um, any game. <laughs> Therefore, it ranges from the chess invitingly benign to the uh, maleficence of open combat. I've seen played with guns. I've seen him played with field artillery. And I've seen him played in tutu with baking ovens. It is an extraordinary game. <laughs> Absolutely extraordinary, don't you know? Now... We are not here for sport. We are here for connections. 
And for me to have a little tipple, I do believe. Oh, I would love to see you play this game, Herodotus. Ah, my younger days. I was a star player for our school team. The old Knickerbockers. The, uh, well, <laughs> that was a kind of a shit name. Uh, we, we're not from New York after all, are we? We are from new, new New York. Um, no, don't you know? We were the old uh, rum buggers. And uh, I don't need to tell you where that comes from, do I? Uh, anyway, um, get it on, get it on. So having set the ship down, you can see so one good. of the big bulky mercenary droids has wandered in and is standing there, just sort of expectantly waiting near the entrance of your ship to uh, welcome you. Well, all I uh, I could you go for a little uh, little tipple, a wee drink, don't you know? I do believe you have some errands to run, good doctor. Uh, I will see about procuring you uh, some 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 fish nutrients, shall I? Y'all, I need to go shopping. You're a bear. I'd like to join Cleo with the shop. I need to find some way of getting some repairs for the ship and also myself. I need a lot of things. I don't want to be insensitive against someone who might have a, uh, an image problem. However, uh, with our current track record, don't you think it would be uh, advisable to uh, stay, uh, as they say so fashionably nowadays, uh, low key, I do believe. Uh, and. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but a pontificating jellyfish and a, and, a, and a ravenous bear are not gonna save us any attention. Well then, take a picture. Take a picture if you want to look at it longer. I got things to buy. I have an idea. This idea comes to me from um, Doodle Hound. I'm going to take a notepad, a sticky note, and then write Doctor X on it and stick it to my frame. <laughs> It's the perfect disguise. Dan, roll for persuasion. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, it's a seven. <laughs> uh, my good doctor, I don't want to be uh, declining your, 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 your very capable attempts. However, I do not believe anyone will be uh, persuaded, I'm afraid. Maybe if we should go buy you some new uh, threads, as it were. Perhaps we could leave this problem for the professionals. Put like a coat on. Yeah, exactly. like a hat. Very well, Herodotus. I will trust your human eye to design me a suitable outfit. Do yeah, very well. Harry, you coming shopping, baby? You don't need to ask me twice, bear. <laughs> Now, I, I'm no professional at this, but if you will bear with me. <laughs> Dr. Z, you hear that? I think he's going to carry our bags. We got a strapping young man with us now. Excuse you, bear? <laughs> you think we have the kinds of you with us for me to carry? No, 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 no. I did not, I did not fight <laughs> in the Coralian Wars so that the likes of you could use me as a piccolo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> These costume parties are over. You be on your way, sir. I need refreshment. I shall seek out the finest establishment upon this here station. And I shall forthwith procure the best bloody refinements. Hey, good day, sir. I love that. That's going to be the sound I of him walking said away. Good day, sir. <laughs> As Herodotus storms out of the <laughs> ship, the droid who's sort of waiting there. He's about eight foot tall, very, very bulky. A serious military droid, but it doesn't have any of its weapons drawn or anything like that. Let me roll for strength. See if I can push it out of the way. Otherwise, I'm going to run right into it. Oh, it's, it's, it's not It's not standing in your way or anything. Oh, for theatricality. All right. Oh, 
with these shitty roll natural twenty. Yes, baby. All right, so Herodotus with a with a sort of almost screeched. Out of my way! Don't you see? I am in a condition. And then he sort of shoves the, the, the machine as hard as he can as he storms off dramatically. <laughs> and while you're at it, point me in the direction of the nearest cantina, sir. The, the droid is sort of coming up with a, with a sort of a, a friendly voice saying, <laughs> well, Welcome to Stagasia Station. And then he just gets sort of like knocked out of the way <laughs> by Herodotus. And looking as incredulous as a like a very like it doesn't really have any facial features, fully militarized droid can looks at him in absolute confusion. Watches him walk out of the vicinity and then sort of looks back to the open doorway to try and find the others. It's like uh, it sort of looks <laughs> Excuse me. back back to Herodotus again, even more confused. He's like, I was going to show you to the to the desk. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the desk, sir. What do I look like? Some sort of secretary to you? Never. Well, I'm gone already, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you could still say that as you storm off. Yeah. Do not worry about him. We will sign docking papers. Oh, oh very good. Uh, very good. Okay, then. Um, hello, I'm Steve. Okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a normal name around here? <clears throat> Just because a chicken got wings don't mean he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, it is my second name. It's it's my, uh... My name after leaving leaving the army. Haha. Ha. Um anyway, come with me. <laughs> we'll get you get you signed in. You staying long. Alright, Cleo, I guess we have to do formalities. Uh... Oh don't worry, don't worry, there's not much not much to worry about. You just have to pay for however many nights you're staying and uh we'll take care of the rest. I, I mm-hmm. your ship is in very good hands. I'll look after it. Um oh do do you any of do you listen to music? I'll bless your heart. I'm gonna shout out to uh to Reese and be like, Reese? Yes, <laughs> lock Doctor it up, baby. Z. I hope you'll be all right for a moment. We're going to look into getting you some repairs. Any requests? Ah, uh, oh, well, aside from the obvious, it's been a very long time since the ship has been properly painted. <laughs> uh oh, you're doing a danger That's, one there. <laughs> that sounds I, almost I dirty. I would love, I would love to show my flamboyant colours, sir. Well. Have a chat with Steve here about what you'd like to do. <laughs> I, lo- I-, I love the way the doctor is treating the ship. Like, hey, dude, it's up to you, man. <laughs> it's 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 your body, your body, your choice. Yeah. It's, like, it's up to it's up to Reese. Yeah, when people like let let a kid dress themselves when they're going to a birthday party or something, yeah. <laughs> it's wearing absolute nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Make sure you tell Steve here. Look forward to seeing it. See you. Steve is sort of like looking to the ship and looking to you and then sort of like trots along behind her. Right, right, the desk. The desk is this way. Um, you don't have to listen to it, but uh, I have a band. Um, <laughs> just, just, if, you, if you have a... And he, he's, he's holding out like this little memory chip towards Dr. Z. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll humour him. I'll plug it in and start playing it out of some uh, spe- out of my voice speakers. Uh, it's got like a real sort of uh, kind of artsy synth kind of sound to it. It's... um. You can tell like he's he's been really trying as hard as possible to like get out of his his structured programming. So nothing is particularly in time. It's all very uh, very artistic and uh, and and intentionally oddball. It's got a. Oh. What do you think of this, Cleo? Well, now this this is some kind of caddy wampus. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to make the song now, aren't I? <laughs> I'll uh, unplug the uh, USB and uh, ask to keep it. Do you mind if I keep this USB? Need some tunes for for the road. For the road, R- road tunes. <laughs> abs- abs- absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Um, I have loads. Yeah, you can see like he's got um box strapped onto his side, and there's dozens of them sitting in there. <laughs> well, I do declare. Look at all them tunes in that. Look at all that, Doctor Z. Look at that. That is wonderful. Aren't you precious? Unbelievable. Precious little bot. Unbelievable. So um, as Herodotus has stormed out, you can see there's in between all of these, and there's quite a few of them of these sort of clunky-looking docking buildings. There's just a kiosk in the middle, almost like a like a round. I was going to say round square. That doesn't make any sense. Like a round um, pavilion. No, let's just go with round square. That sounds right. <laughs> a round square with a little uh, little kiosk right in the middle. Herodotus, because there's, there's only one exit, so you're both coming out the same way. But Herodotus is well ahead. So Herodotus walks out and sees the round pavilion with the kiosk in the middle, and there's a a tall pink-furred alien sitting at the mm. desk, sort of absently looking, gazing directly at him, <laughs> but also clearly sort of, you know, like, looking at a screen in front of her. Right, all right. So, uh... Pardon me, miss! I don't know... I, I do not wish to uh, interrupt your uh, midday musings, as they were. Uh, could you point me kindly... <laughs> To in the direction to the nearest in Bybury, if you wouldn't mind too much. Yes, um, did you want the wraith side or the, the robot side? Good lord, woman, you sound like you've smoked the similarities of a nuclear factory. Can't be good for you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really, I hate them all. Whichever one is closer. <laughs> <sighs> she points points off on the to the left get past the disco field and there's a a gentleman's club yeah a gentleman's club it sounds like just a thing for me all right very well and he 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 heads up a little uh, naively in that direction because he has no idea about the duality of the word gentleman <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> And she sort of like watches him suspiciously, but her eyes sort of already on Steve with Cleo and Dr. Z. So she's assuming that uh, that Herodotus is some sort of fancy man who has servants to do all the paying for him, mm-hmm. which I think Herodotus might feel as well. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so she leaves it. You know, she doesn't really want to bother chasing him off, considering that payment seems to be incoming anyway. So as Herodotus takes off alongside the Discord field where many uh, athletic specimens are playing a confusing game, which I can't remember the rules to. Um. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Now, it reminds me, don't you know, of, of a colonial version of the game we used to play. Um, you, you really can't do it justice these days, of course. Uh, instead of the collared balls, we used to coconuts, upon which we would share different kinds of hairdressings of the time. We would also use <laughs> oils, of course. Now, the interesting part of this colonial version, as I said, was the regimental use of rifles. Yes, you see, we would, instead of using the law croquet mallet as is standard, of course, uh, we would take a distancing of about 14 to 15 yards and then use the anti-personnel, anti-material rifle 
to fire off a shot at, at, at a distance from the ball, so as to shift it in space, don't you know, towards the goal. Now, of course. The, 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 the use of, 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 of high-impact weaponry would upset the neighbors something fierce. And, of course, sneaking the gun out to the military army in the first place, they no stop of, 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 of trouble. But, you know, worthwhile, good anecdote, yes, yes. <laughs> Carry on. I like the notion that he's not really talking to anyone as well. Just walking along, just seeing it, and just yeah. talking to himself. I'm reminded of that time in Bulgaria where we tried to steal swans with Spiff him. <laughs> Steve points Dr. Z and Cleo towards the kiosk and then takes his position back outside the building. So they're looking vaguely sort of alert. He's got a big energy blade attached to one arm and a shoulder-mounted cannon of some kind. They're also quite limply hanging back as though he'd much rather be pursuing the arts. This is just a day job after all. I'm going by your voice of this character here, but I feel like Cleo and I may have already met this voice before. Oh, it's, I mean, it's a very familiar looking creature. Yes, it's um, tall and covered with, uh, with pink fluff, pink fur. Covered in oil. <laughs> and just, uh, just absently sitting at the desk. Is a dead ringer for the woman you saw manning the, the small speeder conveyance stall back on Midspace. But anyway, she's a very familiar looking face as Cleo and Dr. Z approach. <laughs> Do the voice, Dick. I guess we continue walking towards and, um, and I get ready to present forged documents and, and such. I uh, will do a hacking now <laughs> and start getting ready. Uh, I've rolled a 19 for my hacking. Shazam. And I'm forging some documents as we walk up for uh, for us for ourselves. For the ship, rather. Not us, but the ship. <laughs> Dr. Z. Quiet, Cleo. <laughs> Dr. Z. She um, just sort of gives you like a, almost a glazed over look the entire time it takes you to walk up over to her. Yeah, you know, she's obviously just sort of like almost impatiently waiting to get this part of her job out of the way so she can go back to whatever it is she's been perusing. When finally, when you get up to the kiosk. Hey. He, uh, Dr. Z. Coughs. <clears throat> How many nights? Dr. Z. Yes, Cleo. Dr. Z. Yes, Cleo. Ain't we seen her before? Ain't, I do believe we have seen her before. Have we seen you before? <laughs> I see a lot of people. How many nights? But, but, Dr. Z. Yes, Cleo. Ain't she, ain't she the cart lady? Ain't you the cart lady? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. How many nights? Mm, I'm about to burn up. That's a cart lady, Dr. Z. You remind us of the cart lady. We hired a cart from you for 50 credits. We paid a deposit. We got the deposit back. Didn't need it in the end for the darks, but there were a few scratches on it. Yeah, we didn't even put a dent in that cart, we didn't. Not one dent, but a few scratches. Yeah, yeah. So good for you. How many nights do you want me to look after your <laughs> starship? Well, I mean, because you already you already know about you know that we don't that we don't really make any mess, so Yes. You should already know that. We don't make much mess. Reese, on the other hand. Well, Reese might make a bit of mess. But that's Reese. That's Reese for you. It won't amount to a hill of beans. We don't make no mess. No mess. Maybe maybe we don't need to do this part. Miss Nan? Don't worry, Cleo. 
What are you doing all the way out here anyway? That just beats all I ever seen. How'd you get out here? She flicks Cleo a, a look of like actual annoyance as though like her, um, her not caring facade is finally being cracked a tiny bit. Looks like she's about to like stand up suddenly and bang her hands on the desk. But she takes a slow, wheezy breath. I'll hand over the documents. Should just be the night. Maybe two. Book us for two. Maybe three. <laughs> Maybe three. Book us for three. Depends on Herodotus. Maybe even more. He quite likes a drink. If he's got a hangover, we may need to stay. Yeah. This ain't my first rodeo. She sort of plugs in the, the, the forged documents. Looks like she's barely even looking at them. She's just checking that you're not some sort of like dangerous military ship from either of the the nearby colonies. And uh as you're not, that's that's the only thing that they're really particularly worried about. I mean, if they knew what your cargo was, they might be concerned, but that information is hidden. particularly fast for it just yet. <laughs> and it's, it's hidden with a 19 hacking roll it's anyway. It's hidden. <laughs> and she sort of coughs like, it's 100 credits a night up front. All right. Wow. There you um, are. Wow. Don't worry. I'll hand it over and pay wow. yeah, the credits, yeah. That's a lot, even though you know, even though you know us. Yes, yeah, so it does, it does seem a bit, even though you know us. I mean, we've done business before, yeah. but uh, here we are. Big pet. Seems like a lot, though. Doing business again. Seem, do seem like a lot. Are you, are you paying her for the, the two or three nights in one go? Or are you just sort of uh, going to go as, as we... Is there is there like layaway? I guess I'll pay for two <laughs> nights now and then be like... Dang. We'll come talk again if we stay longer. She sort of just grunts and like um, hands you a little mechanical dongle of some description. I've changed my credits, by the way, in my character sheet. Dongle. I had 2,600. You've I've now got 2,400. Very good. Yeah. Oh, I clipped the dongle no. onto my uh, chassis. And, uh, and, uh, and that sounds so dirty. She points off towards the sports field to the left and goes like, your friend went that way. <laughs> yes. How very polite of you to uh, assume. <laughs> 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 Friend. <laughs> um, did he say where he was heading? Looking for a drink. Ah, yes. Good old Herodotus. Now Cleo and I are looking to go shopping. A day on the high street. I think we deserve it. Yeah, we got things to buy. Yeah. Well, you'll be going in the absolute opposite direction. She points to the right. Like, you see that big, tall, pointy building in the middle? Ah, yes, the big, mm. tall, pointy building right over there, dead center. That's <laughs> real pointy. Ten floors of tech merchandise. You'll find anything you're looking for there. Oh, my lord. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> now, now, Dr. Z, what is that thing that they say sometimes about, <laughs> what is that from, from TV or something from the past about splitting the party? <laughs> <laughs> That ain't real, but if it were... <laughs> good good thing we're not on a horror ship. Yeah. The ship Reese would like a paint over. Can you talk to it and figure out whatever it'd like to wear? It'll cost. Yes, yes. But we, uh... I noticed severe structural damage. Will you be, uh, undergoing repairs? Ah, oh, yeah, fuck. I almost forgot about the repairs. <laughs> it's a good point. Yes, we actually have some uh, armor plating in the uh, cargo bay. Uh, we will need someone to fix it and fix the ship. And if you'd be ever so kind, the gun ball left front 
could you just turn that hole into a door? <laughs> Daniel, are you trying to get rid of one of our guns? No, no, hold on, hold on. It makes sense. I want to be able to get out of that gumball and go walking like I did last time and not have to cut a hole next time. All right. Look, fishbowl, I'm not an engineer. We can have our usual show up by tomorrow morning at the earliest. Meet him here. All right, clear. Guess we've got our first date organized. <laughs> wow. Yeehaw. Let's... All right, we got things to do. We got to get to the top of that point. Yes. All right, we'll be here. <laughs> we got to climb that point. <sighs> Bye, Nanny. She li- <laughs> lets out a final grunt. She finally leaves and she looks back down to a screen where she seems to be playing some sort of a online, um, <laughs> online gambling <Mahjong>. program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wish I'd said Mahjong. <laughs> Space Mahjong. <laughs> Mahjong in space. See you soon, Reese. Here, have a listen to these beats we've been given. <laughs> got red beats, got white beats. Got during uh, beats. during all this Sick time, beat. Herodotus is uh, reminiscing about his his youth in uh, military academies and so on, and the the tomfoolery they got up to. But he's made his way past the sports field, and he's discovered the gentlemen's club, and it's. It's almost like a sort of a, like a log hunting cabin of structure. Mm. It's made out of scrappy bits of wood that looks like they've legitimately been imported from elsewhere. Perhaps the wraiths sort of trying to maintain some of their primitivist culture have managed to source some traditional building materials. Well, I head on inside, I suppose. <laughs> I walk up to it and do a perception check, see if there's like anything else I can see outside before heading inside. Alrighty. So, Oh, <laughs> Uh, Herodotus does misjudge the correct entrance. There's um D100. D100. Yes, we're gonna have to roll D100. Oh yeah. Actually, before I before I, yeah, make any big decisions. Ooh. So 45. So we're talking middling. It's quite a quite a middling kind of um failure. So the log cabin has quite an obvious front entrance. It's a big double door. There's a another you know eight-foot-tall military droid standing outside as a bouncer. These guys, have, they've all been, um, you know, typecast. Poor droids who have fled the military have all ended up in mercenary roles in this new new world. But, you know, that's what happens when you're eight-foot-tall and covered in weapons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another sort of a smaller side entrance, and Herodotus mistakenly thinks this is a sort of a VIP entrance, and since he's not common <laughs> riffraff, it would be the obvious choice. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. They follow the old code, eh? <laughs> he thinks to himself as he uh, walks up to this alternate ending and sort of raps smartly on it, going, duk, 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 duk. Classical. And there's a, there's a real sort of like a scuffling sound and so on, a, a shaking about, sounds like lots of things being pushed out of the way, and then suddenly the door opens and there's a, um, a huge, very tall wraith monarch. <gasps> and she's got some sort of big silk robe pulled around her. Oh, where are clutch you? closed. As if she's not wearing anything underneath. <laughs> First and foremost, did I remember to bring the egg? Oh, that's or a good that question. Or is that back on the ship? Like, have I, put, have I put it down somewhere or do I still have it? Um, That's up to you, yeah. I mean, you you were in charge of it, so would you have brought it? In, in that case, I definitely still have it on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not trusting anybody with it. That's part of the reason why he's feeling so defensive. Is it sort of sitting in a military backpack or something to sort of on your back or... Uh... Oh, no. So, like, like inside of a... Inside the officerial trench coat, there's a myriad of pockets 
and small hidden sachets. Now, one might not think so, looking at on the outside of this beclatment. However, one can stow away quite a number of things and hide them away from external eyes. One of these things... Herodotus always looks quite lumpy. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> he always looks like his pack. Because the, the egg's not tiny. It, it will fit in a pocket, but it will leave a visible bulge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, like, he, he has contorted himself around it somehow. So, so like, like if you... If you if you knew that he was holding an egg, you'd be like, that's definitely where he's holding an egg. But like, seeing as they don't know, people would automatically go and think like, uh, he's a hunchback, a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you, yeah, you you just don't want to know. Like that's a, that's an awfully that's an awfully large knee. Maybe you really want to know a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the wraith, obviously a monarch. You can tell like she looks similar to Princess Zuzu, not quite as um as sort of athletic and bulky. She sort of seems like a, a much more um, a homebody monarch, but she's still <laughs> huge and with you know, multiple arms. Not, not really frumpy, no. <laughs> a sleek insectoid body. And she like got quite wide eyes. She's like looking back and forth like, you're not the usual guy. Come in, come in quickly. Oh my uh, God. That's what they so often <laughs> say, darling. Now, if you wouldn't be, <laughs> no. Now, if you'll be so kind as to fetch the good gentleman the best uh, whiskey you have in the house, as well as a prime seating position, and maybe a companion or two, you know, for sharing of the whiskey as a while. All right, all right, as long as you've got the stuff, come in. Sit down, there's a sofa right there. Oh, my God. Oh, oh darling, do I have the stuff? <laughs> <laughs> You can ask the colonial escorts about that. <laughs> she quickly um, closes the door and like locks it, locks it tight, and points points towards the sofa where Herodotus can sit. As she scurries into, so Herodotus comes in and he's in as a dirty looking back room. Oh my God. This is so good. There are multiple low sofas, and sitting on them idly, there's is a wide variety of oh. wraith. And, uh, and droid characters, and they're all very scantily clad. They all look this like in a amazing. bit of a sort of a, like a, a, a drugged up haze. Uh, well, I do, I do feel like this, th this establishment is a little le less elite than I've been hoping for. <laughs> Bro, you took your son into this. Or, or daughter, we don't know. Son, how do you know? Did you just, did just, did you just assume my eggs gender? <laughs> Taylor, it's 2020. Sorry. Don't assume his eggs gender. I know, I fucked up. Yeah, come but, on, man. But you fucked up bigger because you brought your kid into this weird orgy and you're not even slowing my down. child? You're not pumping the brakes. <laughs> but first of all, before she, she, it is not born yet. So I don't think you can call it a child. And secondly, how do you know this isn't a healthy environment? This might be a school. <laughs> I mean, Her Herodotus doesn't know if it's a healthy environment. These might be caring people. You don't it's know. School. You prejudiced bear. Keep at it, Herodotus. You do you. You shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot your shot. This is this 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 is like someone saying you shouldn't be on the spaceship because you might drink the baby as honey because you're a bear. <laughs> no, we're with you. Shoot yeah, your it's shot. The same. It's the same. How do you shoot your shot though? Shoot, shoot your, shot. your shot. It's fine to be doing. There's you know, go to that orgy. I've already pregnant. shot many a shot. <laughs> Directly opposite the sofa. There you go again. There's a um, old prejudice and shit. We're not with you. A big, <laughs> a not. big red curtain, and uh, on the other side of that curtain, there seems to be some sort of like moving lights and like a like a thudding musical sound. It sounds like there's some sort of like raucous music. This and is amazing. Some sort of light show going on on the other side of the curtain, 
and it feels like you're actually behind the curtain because it seems like there's a, some sort of show going on on the other side. And uh, not long the after... just calls over the waitress. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any sort of waitress, but uh, as you scan across looking for one, through the curtain out comes a droid. It's a very a sleek, modernist-looking droid. It's got sort of almost like an hourglass figure. It's got curves in all sorts of places. It's a very um, sort of early 2000s designed by Steve Jobs kind of droid. It sachets from the curtain, always feigning, wiping sweat from its brow as it um, struts in on uh, mechanical high heels. Excuse me, excuse me, madam, excuse me. Yes, darling. (laughs) One glass of your finest whiskey, please, and some sort of, well, I don't know how to say this exactly. Incubation vessel, perhaps? Uh, some sort of warmed bed of, of some kind. I, I, I have certain needs. Just, 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 just do it. Oh, I'm off the clock, darling. But I'm sure Thespa will, will keep you entertained. You're, you're, you're the, uh, the replacement, aren't you, for the, the, the stuff? Oh, bloody hell. You ask one thing of this weight stuff, and uh, you know what? Things were better back in colonial days. <laughs> All right, off with you, you lie, <laughs> you, 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 you rambunctious robot, you. Away with you. Point, po- point me to your manager. She, uh, she titters and like sort of points towards uh, a door off to one side of the curtain, then sort of struts back into one of, it seems like there's multiple dressing rooms attached to this lounge. And um, by that stage, the Red Monarch has already come back through the door and she's got uh, an entire bottle of top-shelf Garcia whiskey in one hand. Ooh. And two of her other arms are around the shoulders of some rather scantily clad humans and wraiths. There's four of them. It just sort of seems like she's covered all the bases as there's a a variety of genders and species being pulled out as companions for for Herodotus. Ooh. All right. So Herodotus immediately... Uh, sort of take, uh, requests the bottle and then looks around for glasses. And, uh, nervously, uh, one of the dancers, as they're, they're all exotic dancers, pulls out a pair of glasses and sets them down on the coffee table directly in front of Herodotus. No, 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 madam, madam. I, how I, many are we? Well, however many you, however many you, you want, can, sir. You can count, can't you? How many are we? We are uh, the, 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 the hostess. A lovely companion, that makes five. Yourself, that makes six. As well as myself, that makes seven. And where's the incubation miss? <laughs> and she, like, scampers back out the door to fetch glasses. Uh, ah, meanwhile, very good. meanwhile, Cleo and Dr. Z are heading in the absolute opposite direction into the uh, the, the droid section of the Oh, town. it's so difficult. I just want to know uh, what happens there. <laughs> it's so good. I know, I am, like, really... I'm, I'm really invested. So on edge. I'm so on edge about what's going to happen to Herodotus. I'm heated now. Like, I, I have got to know. <laughs> Chubbed up. No, we're, um... <laughs> I mean, I, d- I didn't expect such a yeah, fun exactly scene to occur, that. but a natural one, it gives it gives us these opportunities. That natural <laughs> one was fucking beautiful, and I love how it came just after a natural 20. <laughs> Evan rolled a 20 and then a 1. He just did both in the same. It was so uh, good. The RN Jesus yeah. giveth and he taketh away. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, That's this one isn't going too badly for him until it gets to the point where he actually has to procure the stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be... Uh, so we're walking towards the uh, robotic district, are we? I guess. Yeah, so as, as you sort of come in, and it's, this yeah. is much, much more built up instead of the scrubby um, volcanic rock of the Wraith district. It's built up, but 
it literally looks much like they've taken highly militarized starships and sort of just set them upright and turned them into buildings. Right. There's a lot of repurposing. A lot of the droids walking around, they seem to have affected some of the dress of their Wraith companions, like a hipster trend of droids wearing leather clothing and holding staves and all sorts of things like that. Wow. A lot of music and bustle and everything's been painted quite bright, flamboyant colours. So clear. It's just us two on the town then, is it? Oh, we need to get a snack. Look, job well done. I think we get to treat ourselves. I think we need to get a snack. A snack? Right now. Right now? Yep. All right, quickly, spin around in any direction, and the first thing that you land on will eat there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say first thing you land on, we're gonna eat them. <laughs> that no. might be what happens. No. Rolling a D twenty. Oh, I got an eleven. Well, with the uh, the keen senses of a beer and the keen taste of a uh, a human mind. Um, Cleo is able to sniff out something and you can sort of see as you're heading in the direction of that great spike coming through quite a, a vibrant area. There's a lot of neon lights and advertisements, all kinds of repurposed things. There's a lot of things like some of these signs are actually made out of repurposed energy blades and it would be quite dangerous to uh, to get too close to them. But they're all yeah, sort of multiple stories up. So hmm. yeah, health and safety might be a bit of a nightmare, but yeah. Wow. Hopefully nothing knocks any of those down. Yeah, clear. <laughs> could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not even possible. Yeah. No. I'm sure that'll never happen. As it starts getting more crowded, starting to see a bit more of a cosmopolitan crowd, a lot of these uh, these hipster droids still uh, strolling about in their uh, wraith-inspired street fashion. There's also a lot of humans and droids that kind of look like they've come from elsewhere, like mid-space or something, as well as like wraiths. A lot of the wraiths in this sort of district seem to have really gone for the techs. A lot of them in like full armor with like goggles wow. and all sorts of stuff like that. That's Shit. cool. As you get into this busier section, there's a lot of food stalls down the middle of the street. The one that Cleo lands on has a, uh, a darks sitting down there and she seems to be frying weird like tentacled balls dipped in batter in a frying thing. And the things seem to be selling very well. She's been handing them off. They smell very, uh, very delicious and sweet. Ooh, takoyaki. So what is this, Cleo, you've taken us to? Excuse, ma'am, ma'am, lady. One second, one second, it's, uh, all right, yes, what will you be having? Like 12 of those that you got. <laughs> yes, and I'll just have a bit of the dipping sauce, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to smear that on your Stirring bowl. the bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you, you got it. She, uh, she scribbles something onto a little sort of a touchpad and then nods. Her compatriot, who seems to be the squat alien that you hadn't seen earlier, who's actually shorter than the stand, is dipping these little tentacled balls. They seem to be um, some sort of like root vegetable and dipping them in batter. Or is it like a jellyfish? I was just thinking that, but if it's a root vegetable, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never know. It could be some kind of animal, but uh, it looks like some sort of root vegetable from what you can Can tell. I ask? It only looks like a root vegetable. No, you can't ask. I'm not done ordering. Okay. Uh, those, and, okay, but, all right, I'm not, the 12, the 12 is for him. Wait, no, I'm just eating the sauce, Cleo. <laughs> I'm, I'm also going to need, like, Cleo kind of looks around. How many of those you y'all got back there? Give me all. <laughs> <laughs> looks a bit concerned and looks behind her and there's a, there's like a big, big um, crate. About one third full of them. It looks like there's maybe like another 60 or so left. <sighs> We're just getting a snack. I'll just get like 40. 
Each little box. What do you think, Doctor? Is he just a walking snack? You know, like just a. Yes, I think we should use our time wisely here. So maybe something to munch yeah. and go. So those twelve, those twelve are for the little, the little boy there, and then I'll have like forty. That's yes. something. You this can put them like all in the same 40. box. It would make uh, it's fine for us for them to both be in the same box. I don't want yours touching man's. <laughs> She's like like waving her hands, and the little alien that is obviously just sort of like fetching and dipping things, and just like just grabs handfuls of the things and dipping them all into the batter to try and start getting the process rolling. As this is probably going to take more than one frying session to get them all done. One credit a piece. Um, I'll throw in the dipping sauce. It's, it's fine if you're having this much. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to pay it. I'm going to struggle for a while and then pay it. <laughs> like, looks thankful she, uh, that she takes the money. Um, it, takes, uh, it takes several dips in the, in the fryer, but um, the, the, the pair managed to fry the entire 52 <laughs> fried things, hand them in a, a big bag. It's no, no, a no. Bag. Big no. Like bucket. the equivalent of a paper bag. Can it be a crate? Oh, it's got to be like a like a chicken bucket, yeah. isn't it, actually? Like a big KFC bucket. Yeah. It's a big one, though? Oh, it's, it's the you know, the biggest. Okay, thank you. It's That's all I need. Size. <laughs> um, can I leave a tip? Is there a tip bucket? Oh, there's definitely a tip bucket. Would it be possible for me to um, deposit like a super, 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 super tiny explosive like <laughs> ammo round? <laughs> like, I'm not going to set it off, but just like. For lighter. You just to show my appreciation, like, they can use a, it. As a tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little sign of appreciation, Ricky. Yeah. Be careful with that now, y'all. You don't ever fucking go anywhere and don't tip. You hear that, everybody listening? <laughs> Good. Y'all listen. Looks a little bit yeah. like dubiously. You can sort of tell she's doing some mental calculations for, <laughs> you know, what the hell she's going to do with it. But it's not. Thank you. Come, come again. <laughs> Looking at like the line has been building up behind you. As she's been frying all these things. And you can tell that there's some people in the back are looking very concerned because you've taken so much. It doesn't look like there's very many left. Uh, and a few people at the back, back of the line are just walking off, shaking their heads in despair that they're going to miss out on their favorite Can I um, stand there like uh, in my, <laughs> my unemotional robotic <laughs> body and wave at them and say, just a little bit of a road snack for us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I wave my arm. Doctor, see how you want yours, baby. Cleo starts dangling one. Cleo, we both know that I'm not having any of them. I'll take the dipping sauce. Okay. Cleo just hands him. Yeah, I want to connect the dipping sauce. Like, you know how Homer has those cans connected via straws into his mouth? Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to have that happen with the dipping sauce. Like, put it suspended above. Attachment where you could get, like, a beer bottle and, like, it in. Yeah, exactly that. And, like, sort of, like, feed its way. Feed its way slowly into yeah, the suit. Yeah, so I've got that on my suit, and I plug in the. Uh, but because the, we the ordered so much, it's kind of like the size of like a big soda cup from like a fast food place. It's like a fucking bucket. Yeah, big. It makes the water in the bowl go a little bit muddy colored. Ugh. But yeah, I'm happy with it. Is it chili mayo? It's a, sort of a thick, <laughs> thick, thick pink sauce. Yeah, it's just, just thick, creamy, and pink. Mm, salad bit cream. Like Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> Say to clear. Oh, a night on the town, Cleo. Oh, we're starting it right. Oh, Dr. Z. Look at us. Look at us having our walking around snacks with our money. Oh, Harry is missing out. I don't know where he at, but I'll bet he ain't having half as much bad fun as we are. 
<laughs> I hope you're right, Cleo. Ooh, you know I'm right. You know that I'm right. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Returning to Herodotus, the back room of the Gentleman's Club, in some of the interim time, um, his his demands have have been very quickly attended to, and all, all seven of the uh, the assembled group are now lounging on the on the sofas, drinking very expensive whiskey, <laughs> and a small incubation type device. It's, I mean, it's technically it's just a heated cushion, Ooh. <laughs> like a gout cushion that one of the older droids has. <laughs> A heated cushion with a um, hastily sort of laying on like clean towel on top of it that they've provided. Very confused, but they've done it because they definitely just want the stuff. Right. So Herodotus has put the, the egg on top of the, the incubation machine, the ing- incubator, as you would refer to it. And now he is instructing the ladies on how to properly enjoy a fine glass of whiskey. <laughs> ladies, ladies, observe. Two drops, no more, no less. Two drops of heated water in the whiskey, and drop, drop. Ah, look at that. Ah, it simply opens up like a flower in bloom, <laughs> don't you know? Now, now, sip with a great amount of aerial intake. You want the aerosolization to work foil, to cover the inside of your mouth. Mmm, with the beautiful pleasures of the noble amber spirit. Now, go on, sip it softly. <laughs> ah, yes. Water of life, you know, uh, those old-timey traditions. The, the, the dancers are sort of almost hanging on Herodotus's every word. You can tell there's a, a general sort of knowledge <laughs> that they should be making him feel perfectly happy. So they're all, you know, looking at their whiskey and trying to measure the accurate amounts of water and, and trying to sip in the right way. One of them is certainly like spilling a lot of whiskey down her front, trying to 
emulate Herodotus's <laughs> very distinct drinking style. <laughs> the Wraith Monarch, who let him in, who has already introduced herself as Thespa, the owner of this establishment, has been wide-eyed looking at the egg as soon as Herodotus pulled it out. <sighs> ah, my lady, I see you no good quality. I carry you but to find the egg. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful what you're doing for the little thing. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a father, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sometimes the insects just kick in and, uh, you know, things happen. Me and the little tyke, we are, we are, we are bonded now, I do believe. Uh, that's uh, the preferred prefer verbiage. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been, it's been so, so long since I've seen one. Uh, may I? <laughs> My lady. As per usual, I would be delighted to have anyone uh, manhandle, uh, uh, pardon the prefix, my uh, my ovids, but uh, as of late developments in that particular saga, I would prefer it if you would kindly unhand the ovum as of uh, right now and uh, return to your imbibement, madam. Delicately puts her hands, all six of them, back primly behind her back and resumes sipping the whiskey, although she's wide-eyed, still watching the egg. Wraith monarch eggs being a an unheard of thing, really, outside of the actual monarchy, where it's the only place where they're allowed to breed them. And uh, although sh- she's a monarch herself, she's obviously left the, the Wraith Empire far behind for reasons of her own, no doubt. So she can't bang up? Hmm. Well, that was going to be Herodotus' <laughs> next line of question. Hey. Yeah, my lady, you seem rather taken with the with the young ovum. Uh, may, may I ask, uh, are you not uh, maintaining a certain, you know, uh, if, if, if only for, for political reasons, uh, level of uh, fruitfulness yourself? I do understand that it's a little bit of a highly tuned subject, if you will. Uh, however, one stays curious in, in old age. She's got a sort of a wistful look in her eyes, looking off into her past. It's like. What's something I might have done long ago, dear, but this is this is no place for a child. And well, I mean, there are very few uh, of my kind in the vicinity anyway. And of course, uh, well, you must know as the uh, as the father of, of of one of us, how hunted a species we, we can be outside of the protection of the empire. I've, I've I've often been somewhat curious about the uh, the, 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 the the biological imperative of your species. Uh, do you require male partnership for procreation? Oh, yes. Well, well, yes. Well, the way it works, right? And she gets into this very, quite revolting and detailed explanation. Oh, that oh, involves oh, oh. And, and, and Herodotus is so into it. A lot of slimy orifices. Fascinating. Ejaculates of both, both male and female. But the general ah. gist of it seems to be that a male and female monarch can, under very rare circumstances, conceive another monarch egg, although it's, it can take a lot of tries and it's a very rare occurrence. A female monarch can easily breed with any male of, of the species, any male wraith, and that's where the general population is produced. The, the other wraiths, like other female wraiths, are ill-equipped to actually lay the eggs. Their bodies just aren't large enough to to maintain it. So procreation between the, the lesser versions of the species is always very strictly kept from being, you know, being committed. Oh, yes, yes, it makes me... Just, <laughs> it makes me think of the kakapo, don't you know? Rather silly bird, indeed. They lived in isolation for so long that they develop mating rituals so redundantly ridiculous that once the most simple 
of predatory species made it to the island. They, they were nearly red extinct in 50 years. <laughs> oh, biology, what a, what, what a funny little thing. Anywho, should you need protection from a, from a true and, and, and golden-hearted gentleman such as myself, do not be afraid to, to call upon it, my, my good lady. And, and cheers to the queen, to the king, to the empire, and to the main... Tame supremacy of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> the dancers are looking a little bit confused at the toast, but they, they sort of really, they're getting, getting a little bit like, um, tried by this whole process now, but they, they do raise their glasses. And at which point there is a loud knock on the door through which Herodotus came in. Oh yes, more companions, bring them in. You people are delightful company. And the entire room sort of look over to the door. And then um, Thespa motions to a, it's a rather inconspicuous droid who's been standing nearby, nods and thuds in a sort of a quick military march to the door. Multiple weapons protruding oh, from God. its arms and shoulders. All the while, Her Herodotus is looking around going, Ladies, have I shown you my field artillery? <laughs> <laughs> the, the droid unlocks the door, pulls it open and peeks its head outside. And then... Pulls back and opens the door. A very tall, lean, mustachioed man in a, in a long, long <laughs> cape. What the fuck? Standing in the doorway theatrically. And he sort of cries out, Ladies! And the entire room look over in confusion. But, but, if you're here, then who is? And everyone stares accused, no. <laughs> accusingly at Herodotus. <laughs> More drinks! <laughs> Should we cut over to the other two now? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. He's about to be found out. <laughs> oh my god. I should have said, Lady, I've got the stuff. <laughs> I have got to know what the stuff is. Uh, I'm know, dying. Oh. <laughs> Cleo is fucking up these fried balls. Octopus balls. Yeah. Yeah. So Cleo and Dr. Z have made their way um, further into the trade district of mm. Garcia Station. Munching on fried delicacies and slurping dipping sauce. Is it fair to say they've been making their way downtown? Walking, walking fast, down. faces past, oh. and we're homebound. I love it. And as you sort of get closer to this big tech building, you're seeing like a lot sort of variants in who you fight. Like there's a there's still like a sort of a youthful crowd of droids and, and wraiths, their strange hipster clothing. There's also a lot of other species or like people that look as though they don't necessarily live here who have come just to trade like yourselves, who are a bit more utilitarian in their garb and a bit more brisk in their pace, not just lounging about in streetwear. You stroll through the doors, the automatic doors you walk in and you can see on every floor there seems to be uh, multiple stores with Great glass windows where you can peek inside. And what is what's is Cleo shopping? Okay, for? I have a list. These are the things I want, Dick. I don't know if they're possible to have, but I wrote them down. I would like. Um, I figure, but I figured I needed to ask if I need to buy more bomb stuff or if I can just harvest it from the secret room. You um you can certainly attempt to harvest it from the secret ah, room. You just it be running the risk of making poor quality equipment, but you could definitely spend some time off camera doing doing such. Okay, so... We, we just roll a few explosives rolls to see how well you uh, repurpose the ammunition. To be safe, I'm going to need to buy some bomb stuff, and I'm also interested in buying something that I'm going to make up. And what is, what is... They are gel capsules. 
and I can throw one and get trapped in it if I fall off of something high. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. Like a like a jelly shield yeah. that makes you bouncy and like, you fall from somewhere high. And it sounds pretty OP, but the catch is that I can only have so many. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound that OP. It's a sci-fi feather fall. Because I imagine like you've got to like fight your way out of it at the other end. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I want some of those. And I'm intrigued by, I would like to buy a, a personal rover. <laughs> Personal rover? Yeah, that I can h- keep in the spaceship. Wait, what's a rover? Like a land speeder kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, you're all pretty flush with cash, so you, you could afford one, yeah. And if it's possible, I might want like a mobile turret. Let me sort of um, put together a little sort of look at the cost of all this then. Yeah, uh, yeah. I told you, man, there's a list. There's a list. There's a shopping list. Yeah. And since the gel capsule is a consumable, like I might also want like some type of parachute mechanism that I can use sometimes. Parachute. You adding to the list? Parachute. No, right, <laughs> right now I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things on it. <laughs> the bomb stuff. Do you anticipate falling off a lot more high things then? Yeah, that's my thing. Future. Does seem to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like. I'm upgrading. So a lot of the ordnance can all be purchased in one place. Excellent. Here on the ground floors where you would be purchasing your little speeder and you do see there's a dedicated store of luxury cruisers, mm. various hover devices, some which can even reach suborbital heights, although some of those are very expensive. I only want one for land and I want it to have like a utility chamber so that I can bring stuff like a boot or put my friend in it. So we're talking like a SUV kind of style. Yeah. Uh, like a medium SUV, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hefty, thick. Like, yeah, I got, yeah, thick. A thick hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got people, but not that many. And whether or not they're coming <laughs> voluntarily, that's, a you know. A flashy looking droid catches you as you step into the store. says, Madame, sir, what can I aid you with? Cleo's going to wipe some of this grease off on the wall on herself. It's really, it's really, it's stubborn stuff. Well, I'm in the market for a, for a little, a little rover. And the, uh, the droid gives the artificial appearance of a wince at the, the grease on the wall, but steadies itself, ignores that, you know, ready to make a sale. Well, I see you've been eyeing this beautiful machine over here for, uh, for the measly price of 600 credits. It could be yours, uh. Would, would you be wanting any any additional fittings? Well, and he's pointing at hmm. a cherry red, <laughs> cherry red hovercraft. Yeah. Oh. It's got some you know, like big curves to it, but it's also, it's also sort of a bit of a utility vehicle. That's beautiful. Yes, Cleo's putting her greasy little hand on it. Rebranded military vehicle that they're trying to sell to suburban mums or something. Yes. I feel like it's almost unfair that you got to use the word curves. It's so she's cool. Definitely it's cherry it. red, though. That's when I was sold. I was like, oh. I know. I was like, what? I it's like a pair of color. Doc Martens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like, Dick, you spent like some time describing it. I didn't see any of that. I no. only saw the red. The cherry red. Yeah. And curves. <laughs> he fucked us up with that one. Yeah. You fucking fiend. It's got a very shiny oh, paint stop job. It. It's, got, um, it's got chrome sections you around the edges. You know what you're edges. doing. Oh. Dick, stop it. I thought that I was going to like give him some shit and try to bargain it yeah. down, but now I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> Is there any room for my friend? Where would I put my friend on it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Spacious, spacious. He flings open the doors. They all lift upwards and you can see inside. There's at least a six-seater. 
quite a large oh trunk god. in the back. Oh my god, well. this is a fucking soccer mum. That's fucking. massive, Dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 this is great. <laughs> a six seater? I was like, I'm lucky if I can put two people on this bitch. Is there any uh, any any sort of waste in the back? Any waste in the back? <laughs> Junk in that trunk. <laughs> Junk in the trunk. Yeah. Exactly. Evan, put it in your waistband. We're working here. <laughs> You're already in a horny situation, Evan. Don't try and make out. <laughs> Sorry. Just... Oh yes, this this wonderful machine. It's it's as new. Uh, one previous owner, she barely took it out of the garage. I I've got mm. to tell you, you're making a brilliant decision with this I one. Had a previous owner. Mm. Uh, Doctor Z, what do you think? Are you asking me? Out. Okay. Try um, it out. Okay, I'll do a um. I will try it out and I'll do a hacking to try and check it. Oh my uh, god, this is like Carfax. 15 plus 5, it's not a natural 20. It's 15, it's a modified Shazam. 20. It's a modified 20. It's up there though. But it is a 20 all the same. Alright, Cleo, I'll try this rust bucket out. Oh my god. So Dr. Z, upon interfacing with the vehicle, is uh, was delighted to learn that it doesn't seem to be particularly old. This thing was produced within the last couple of years. Mm. It's hard to tell from the software how long it's been in action. There's, there's a peculiarity that it does appear to be registered to an owner already. Can I figure out what that owner's name is? If you didn't know better, you might might think that it was um, quite possibly a stolen vehicle. Oh shit. Do I know what the owner's name is? The owner's name is uh, simply put down as Rave. I will look at the uh, salesperson and say, does the name Rave ring any bells to you? Well, well, yes, of course. I mean, that the previous owner, that was, that was her name. Lovely old woman uh, died, of course. She died. You wouldn't be able to find her anymore. She used to live just just in the uh, the Wraith section of the, of the station. It appears this vessel has already got an owner, Cleo. Now it's up to you, but the papers are in someone else's name. Oh, I'm sure we, we can modify it. We can modify these details. It shan't be a I'm problem. I'm perfectly capable of modifying any papers. But it's you who is selling something that you do not own. Oh, oh now that. <laughs> yes. Mm. Well, yes, you've got me. You've got me there. Um, <laughs> tell you what. Five, five, five hundred credits and she's yours. But I mean, like, we could get in trouble if we're driving it outside. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. sir, but. You're going to have to pay me a thousand. To take it off <laughs> this is very scrupulous for yeah. Cleo. I mean. Yeah. yeah well. What the hell? 500 is, it, that is not bad. That's not bad, but now think of the fine that I'm gonna have to pay if I get a ticket on this. I'll be busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest paying that off. <laughs> <laughs> now, 500 ain't that bad of a deal, you're right. And I am a fair, I am a fair entity in this universe, but, but. No. <laughs> I'm gonna need a few other things to slick that deal, if you know what I'm saying. How did you not call yourself a fair bear? <laughs> because I, I, it was in my body and I forced it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fair, I'm a fair entity in the universe, okay? Yes. Oh, I'm not angry, but I am disappointed. <laughs> Does this store sell other shit? The droid looks left to right and says, what are you in the market for? pushes a little button on his wrist and the, the windows go a little bit more glazed and, and uh, opaque. All right, now that is finer than a doc's hair. This is what I was expecting. Now, now 
get closer because I've got a list, little friend. Now I'm looking. I'm in the market for a mobile turret, um, and I'm gonna need some armor because, oh, wow. as you can see, I'm covered in grease, and that don't deflect bullets. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Are we talking shields, armor? No, I don't want shields. Everybody else has shields. I just need armor. I got shields for you. You get the armor. More for like how I hurt myself. Just so we're, so we're clear here. You'll take the cruiser for 500 if I throw in. I'll take the cruiser for 500. An ursine sized suit of armor. Mm-hmm. And a mobile turret. And a mobile turret. And if, if you can find a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> One parachute as part of the armor that hooks in. It's really not a lot to ask, I think. I really don't think. The droid is furiously sort of typing away, like it looks like he's texting, texting his friends in the building perhaps to try and procure a parachute. Um, great, clear. Finally, he sort of snaps his fingers. It's like, well, I don't know why they have it, but upstairs, one of my close, close friends has a usable parachute. I, I can make the deal for you right here and now. You better wrap that up for me to go. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. He sort of vanishes off. It takes him several minutes, but he comes back with a, a, a mobile turret gun. It's just, just a big old cannon. Sticks it into the trunk of the new car. Well, it's not really a car. The new uh, the new hover speeder. Amazing. And uh, dangles a little sort of electronic dongle and passes it towards Cleo. Holds it just out of reach. So uh, the 500 credits, yes. Well, it does look like you came through. Now, just remember that I know exactly where you live and common sense ain't a flower that grows in everybody's garden, friend, but I will be back if something ain't right here. <laughs> I am an honest trader, my furry friend. Well, we both know you, that you that, that ain't true. ask anybody, anybody around. <laughs> okay, um, okay. You boy. will have to go upstairs to the munitions store. Uh, I can point you here on the on the map that you can see this, this shop here, my friend, he is already uh, applying the parachute to your custom-built armor. And uh, any other munitions you need, just tell him I sent you. You will, of course, have to be paying him for anything else, but uh, I have arranged for the armor to be uh, preferred to you upon your arrival. Oh, amazing. Now, what might you be called, little friend? Ah, well, I go by a humble name. Kringbat. <laughs> Kringbat. Kringbat. Oh, you have to use Kringbat now. It's fucking great. <laughs> Testiculus Maximus. <laughs> My name is CR1NGB4T. CR. Kringbat. 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 Now it was uh, it was mighty fine doing business with you. Now I will be back after I get my reagents and consumables because I like your style. Very good. Very good. I'll I'll keep I'll keep the engine running for you then. Now that is service. You see that, Dr. Z? Cleo hands him another little... Excellent dealing there, Cleo. Very impressed. Oh. Now, Kringbat, do you also deal in ship repairs? He looks <laughs> sidelong at Dr. Z. He's like, oh, my fine floating companion. Not floating, swimming. Uh, oh. oh, very good. I, I say very good way too much, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> All my subservient characters. Say very, it's very, so good, very good. Very good. Very good. I, I am a man who can get you anything in this town. Oh no, that's what I like to hear. Now we have a ship, waited in the docking location, and I'll bring up the, uh, the location and transfer the details over, and say, please go and have a discussion with Reese, the ship's AI, 
and fit it with any repairs necessary, and also fit it with any paint job required. Reese is going through a bit of self-realization, what you know. He's texting away, it seems like, you understand this, this might cost quite a bit. Um, what sort of state is the ship in? Oh, you know, a few speed holes, if you know what I'm saying. Um, we've got some armor plating in the cargo hold. Should lower the cost a little bit, but yes, a little bit. Wear and tear. I'll, I'll put, I have a very close friend, he's the only one I trust with my own repairs, I'll put him on it. He will be there within the hour. And now if you also could, there's a gun ball that has a hole in it. I'd like to have that hole fitted with a door where the hole is. A hatch, if you will. Ah, say no more, say no more. Um, unconventional warfare, of course, I understand. Um, any other specific modifications uh, while, while you've got me here? Well, I've just, I only just realized now, before you said that we were meant to meet the person tomorrow morning. You've asked two different people to repair the ship. So you've, you've got like this sort of, uh, this criminal used car salesman droid, or you've got great the, the usual guy, that, uh, <laughs> the big Pat. You know, at the start of this, I was a little worried that bringing the egg with me would be the uh, <laughs> the risky proposition. But with the fucking free usage of the ship you're giving to every fucking guy you meet, I think, I think maybe that was the adult thing to do. Come on, egg. I don't know what kind of drinking. character you rolled when you started this game, but I rolled a fucking criminal, dirty, you know... Dumbass, really. I think you know what kind of character I rolled then. Yeah. A loud character. Also, yeah. is, is your character an idiot? I no, no, he he's not an idiot. I'm, I'm being self-deprecating. Um, no, um, oh, okay. no, I just—he's a criminal, though. He knows—he knows that there is worth in the underbelly just as much as there is in the polished kind of ivory towers of the world. And ultimately, like, yeah, this mm -hmm. seems like a collection of semi-legitimate businessmen. Like exactly. That. They, exactly. They've, they've got much more to lose in getting a bad reputation for like stealing or damaging the ship than if they just do a good job. Oh, totally, that. totally. And I, I know that, you know. So uh, yeah, I'll say, go and talk to Reese. Reese will tell you what he would like. Yeah, still glad I brought my egg though. And I'll put up uh, 2,000 credits as a uh, limit of spending. Wow, what? You can see like uh, a little sort of cha-ching because he knows he's going to get himself a little bit of a um, a finder's fee for, for securing this work for his, his friend. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sure anything you need done will be well within your limits. I would like the ship to be better than brand new by the time we're leaving. I'm going to take 2,000 off my... Um, should I take it off my credit list now or do you want to take it off later? Well, I feel like ship repairs shouldn't be just you though, right? Like, shouldn't we all throw... Yeah, but I, I, my character is more like... I mean, Herodotus is a um, hedonist. You're a um, idiot. You know, a, an idiot. And so I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's up to Doctor Z to, to you know, look after the ship. So I'm going to okay, well, save us from ourselves. Cleo notices this. Cleo sees this transaction. I'm going to take two thousand out of my um, credits now, Ricky, and I'm now on four hundred credits. Good. And the rest I'm leaving in your capable hands. Wait, how many credits do we Cleo, each I've have? Taken, I've taken the 500 off Cleo as well. So Cleo now has 1945. Okay, let me write that down. Remaining. 1945? I quite like the idea as well. Like Dr. Z, maybe he's willing to pay for all the repairs, but then later on he's going to like use that against the bus. Like, <laughs> well, I own the ship now, you know. <laughs> Who do you think paid for all No, this? I'm no Cedric. I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already a jellyfish that lives inside a suit of armor. I know the importance of keeping your, you know, suit of armor uh, working. Now, so, Doctor Z, you know. if you see anything, if you see anything pretty while we're out, now you know I got you. You understand? 
All right, Cleo. All right. Yeah, all right. That's okay. We th- I'll take care of you. Cleo, if you wouldn't mind, just growl at this droid. Make sure he knows we're serious. Kringbat. <laughs> Kringbat. Uh, yes, my, my magnificent friends. <laughs> Sounds like a cat spinning. <laughs> it was beautiful. Kringbat wipes a whole lot of saliva off his face and breastplates. And fried ball. Shakes his hand dramatically. Right, well, yes, I will certainly take the both of you very seriously. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Now, where can we go for some clothes? Herodotus said we needed some updating. Ah, well, that's convenient. Another very close acquaintance of mine. It's the store directly opposite the munitions. You you can't miss it. They've got all the all the finest um, street fashions. That's where I'm picking you up can, my you can suit. Be looking. That's where I'm picking up my suit. Let's go get your suit, Cleo. We're picking them up. We're picking up the outfits. Not that she needs it, Cranebat, but, you know, armor is armor. We all need a little something to brighten it up. Cranebat's face rejects a very big, wide, cheesy robot smile as he um, pulls out a little little shimmy cloth and starts polishing the front of Cleo's new vehicle. (laughs) Oh, I do. Well, that makes me nervous. And I guess that the two of you step onto the elevator that will take you up the, the, the sort of fashion and munitions section of the... Uh, oh, Cleo, I was very impressed with your haggling abilities back there. And that roar at the end, very scary. Well, thank you, because my... You know, I just... I'm not always up to it. I'm not always... I'm not always like that. I'm not that kind of... I'm not that kind of person all the time. Cleo, not, I do me. recall, just less than 24 hours ago, you blew up an entire starship filled with sentient life forms. That's different. That's my work voice. Right. <laughs> that's different. Right. Makes sense that's to me. The, that's my phone voice. <laughs> uh, at the moment, the elevator reaches the floor across town in the, um, in the gentleman's club. Herodotus. Brilliant. Still unaware of the furor happening around him, <laughs> the mustachio gentleman steps dramatically into the room and looking a bit confused as everyone is like glaring at Herodotus. Just, just happily sitting and drinking his whiskey. Vespa, mm. in, in particular, is scowling and is like, wait just a second, who are you? darling, you know me. The name is Herodotus Arthurian Mendelrat III. Now, we were just drinking whiskey and conserving, uh, conversing, I mean, about the finer points of intergalactic <gasps> work relationships. What are you doing here? Well, at the moment, I thought I was having a rather nice time with uh, with, with some rather nice ladies. <laughs> I mean. Another of the dancers is just cracking up laughing as it's suddenly sort of occurring to her that they've been um, pulling out all the stops to impress just some strange man who's just walked in off the street. She's like, ah, forget about it, Vespa. He'll pay, won't you? Theroditus, you're going to pay for everything you've been drinking, yes? <laughs> was, was that an option? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Thespa says, you know, in a sort of a very annoyed voice as she um, goes over and um, nods to the uh, the mustachio gentleman and seems to be dragging him off to a back room somewhere. Oh, Thespa, darling, we were supposed to discuss tax law next. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, I suppose it's just you and me, Egg. Cheers! This and, and, and sort of clinks the bottle with himself and keeps drinking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Herodotus is sort of um, suddenly like being more or less ignored, except for the one guffawing dancer who's uh, gone to fetch him another whiskey bottle. Yeah, just sort of treating it as if like uh, Herodotus is just a yeah, he's, he's a he's a high roller who's somehow found his way into the back and yeah, this is ostensibly the right of it. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. can I can I can I roll for perception and see if I see anyone or anything kind of interesting? Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna do that. Uh, twenty going four. <laughs> oh yeah, Herodotus. Uh, maybe slightly a little tipsy for the imbibing. Doesn't seem to notice much, although he can see the the moving lights and the thudding music from out front. He's vaguely aware that another dancer from back here is strutted out onto the stage to cheers and whoops from the club proper. Sort of a lot of tittering and giggling and smoke coming out from under the door, from the door of which Thespa and the mustachioed man and um, several of the other dancers exited to. All right, so Herodotus uh, kind of turns to the guffawing dancer and asks, uh, So, if you wouldn't mind instructing an old man, uh, what kind of place business is this? This is more of a sort of bordello. I, am I to assume that uh, the gentleman, and, uh, he, now his uh, companion, have retreated uh, into uh, yonder posterior realm to uh, partake in illicit substances? Is that what all the giggling is about? Uh, silly childish activities. And what's that front? Public sensual shows, are they? <laughs> she sort of like looks and is like, well, yeah. Me, very well. There's a mystery und <laughs> undone. Now, <laughs> what does one do for? What does one do for a good time around She's here? She's like, well, I've got a little stash of my own that they don't share with me. I'm new here. If you want to, in the alley, up back there. You'd have to be more explicit. I've, I've. I've I've, I've, I've gone into too many alleys for too many unspoken dealings and too many knives stuck between the ribs. <laughs> well, it's, it's the stuff. And she pulls out a little uh, plastic baggy type device. Inside it, there's a, a shimmering gold herb. It's a dried out, oily looking substance. Oh, look at that. This looks rather interesting. It reminds me of a time... Right around the, the mid-belt of our home planet, don't you know? They have this marvellous little planet, the, 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 the Kadri, I do believe it's called. A wonderful little thing. It's roasted right around the midwinter area. And then, 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 later on in life, one crushes up into a fine powder and injects it into one's toe. It's wonderful stuff. <laughs> uh, what does one do with this? Well, the good stuff, like they've got back there. They, they tend to they tend to smoke it in a pipe, but um, this one they, they call it gold snuff. You uh, you, yeah, I, I would just I just yeah. You know, and she pulls out a little wad of the stuff and tries to tries to thrust it behind Herodotus's lips. Uh, good lord, good lord, woman! I've had women come into my mouth before, but not like this. Rubbing rubbing it around on his gums as she like <laughs> greedily starts stuffing it into her own mouth as well. This is not half unpleasant. So what did you call this stuff again? Golden snuff, did you say? Yes. Oh, well, this is marvelous. <laughs> Should I roll for an effect or something? Herodotus, uh, yeah, we have to roll. Um, 
like a, a constitution. What's, what do we call endurance? it? Endurance? He's got a endurance, yeah. All right, I'll just roll the Dur D20. Durability. <laughs> just a D20 anyway, I got a one. No. <laughs> roll the 100. Roll that 100. Let's get that D100. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Evan. I, mean, I guess Herodotus is more of a, a whiskey and tobacco man. Isn't <gasps> so he's yeah. not quite ready for the, uh, the gold stuff. 49. <laughs> 49. Nice. 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 <laughs> Herodotus has a, an immediate, like a, a, a light floaty sensation, uh, a surge of euphoria as uh, as everything seems really, really quite splendid. I, I really shouldn't be saying this, but I do believe there's a ra ra rather good chance that someone's accidentally uh, discontinued the uh, artificial <laughs> gravity. <laughs> and uh, as, as Herodotus' consciousness sort of almost seems to drift outside of his body, looking down at himself, he sees the rather undignified slouch as he and the, the dancer are just leaning against the wall. He's got a, a brief notion that the egg is sitting over by the sofa on its heated cushion, rather unguarded, as he uh, drifts off into sort of a blacked out oblivion. Oh no. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. This is gonna end badly. Everybody for uh, coming and listening to us play games in space. We love you so much, for real. I mean, we do as much as Eric Rhodes. And uh, we've got a couple of new um, new patrons, we don't we? Do you want to? We, we definitely do. This podcast is sponsored by Eric Rhodes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Oh, that's going to be next next episode. Brought to you by Backwater Bastards. Is brought to you among by others on Eric Patreon. Rose. No, we can't do that. <laughs> can't we? Can't we oh, feed into we our can. own goddamn? I, I don't want to make jokes? anyone feel bad that they're not Eric Rhodes, though. You know what? Why don't we make that the thing? Well, Eric Rhodes is going to have to be a he's he's in that tier now. He's going to have to be a character in the podcast. Our other new patron is Fernando Garcia, for which the space oh, station that we've all been living in is in fact named for. Oh, thank you, Mr. Garcia. Yes. And the whiskey. Yeah, my the, and the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Herodotus future hangover brought to you by Garcia. <laughs> As an yes. ancestral Garcia, I have to nod my head and tip my my cap to Fedora? to him because did you know that the ancient meaning of Garcia is bear? <laughs> what? Yes. Really? They I feel think. like you're making that up. Garcia means bear. Wait, what's the? It's what's not. The it is not a bear? direct translation because it is like back before. Are you making shit up now? Or are you talking real? You can Google it. You you, you can like Google it. You mean little bitch? Because the internet before Garcia was a Spanish surname. Yeah. Because it wasn't just really? like yeah, it's derived from a Basque word. Yeah. Hot, well, meaning beer. Well then, Mr. Garcia, you're related to this podcast in more ways than you would probably like. Yeah. Yeah, so you it's, hearty, yes, it's not, bloody it's not a Spanish word at all. Uh, Bastard. Bastard. Yeah. Oh, Basque, yes. Well, they, they are North Spain, so... 
you know. Oh, now you've started it, Daniel. <laughs> Basque oh, country is no. lovely. I've walked through it. I only did oh, the gonna, first bit. Yeah, of... I, I know that. You know that. But you also know that they are a fiery bunch, and you just call them Spanish, and now we're fucked. Oh, they are. They are did you know that bunch. it was legal to kill Basque people in Iceland until, like, last year? <laughs> Well, there That's we go. We've, we've balanced the playing field. All See, of now, you can feel safe. No, just that is just because she sunk to your level, Dan, does not mean that. That is fucking true because we had legal? like a little article in the paper about it. <laughs> yeah, but that, it was like one of those what? really old laws what? because a ship of Basque sailors had like gone ashore here a long time ago. And then, and then I they guess needed, they needed killing, you know? I mean, and the women liked cunts. them. What are you going to do? Yeah. And that was a problem. Ah, see, that explains it. So it became legal mm, to yeah. kill I mean, one if you saw one on your land. I think only in the West or something. Well, I mean, you've got to, if you want to keep the inbreeding going, you've got to take extreme measures. Have to. Ex- you have to. I, I mean, pure bloodlines. Yes. If you want to create characters like Herodotus, then you have to have these laws. <laughs> the Spanish know a thing or two about inbred bloodlines, I tell you that. Well, the Habsburg anyway, chin didn't come from We also from have some, some long-standing, <laughs> long-standing <laughs> patrons. Lucas Duff. Lucas. Lucas, Lucas. Wait, no, come on. He he's no Eric Rhodes. He's n- None of us are. Hey, let's not put him down, okay, for not being Eric Rhodes. No I'm one not, can I'm be. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm sorry, Lucas, oh but God. you ain't no singing me. I don't know. That was that was very mean. Sorry, Lucas. Let me let me fucking no. pay that one back. What was it? Hey, what? I don't know. Lucas Duff sounds like it could be a folk singer of some Lucas kind. Lucas Duff and Eric Rhodes are probably in the same band because. Oh, they are. They are. No, they're. But they're a buddy cop. Duo. Hillary Duff has a brother. It's Lucas, and he is Wasn't singing. Wasn't one of the Guns and Roses no, Duff, guys Duff, called Duff and Rhodes? Called Duff. Duff as well. Yeah. Actually, comes from a um a Gaelic word meaning um beer. Also, but, okay. No, really? <laughs> don't say that. That's bullshit. You, that is. <laughs> He's lying. Oh, that's a bold-faced lie. But do any of us know for sure? And then finally. Thank you to Marcus Brockleman. Marcus Brackleman. Brockleman. Marcus. Marcus. And Brockleman is um Yiddish for beer. It's Yiddish for beer. Is, yeah, it's crazy. It's it so crazy. We've got All so many beers. beer names. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I I really hope this joke has a payoff, Ricky. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> bear, really? Give it two That's seasons, Evan. Bears. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is a long game. The, the, the joke. entire joke is just that I that I I tell you lies with a straight face. I'm sorry, that's yeah. that is actually the reality. This is a lesson that we need to learn. That is that is, that is, that is, is pretty <laughs> minion of you. And then he smiles. But thanks to all our patrons, if you want to join them, Ooh. you can go to Patreon oh, in the show notes. What bastards! Yes. you can be one of these celebs. And then we, we can make up you, lies about your surname. You could also be the apple of our Discord, <laughs> so go on. Well, with uh, that encouraging, rousing speech from Herodotus there, you should do it. <laughs> now you listen here, you inbred bunch of buffoons. You're sitting there with all your fancy money and your resources. And we're out here adventuring. We didn't have the time nor the inclination to partake in your festering, slow decay. Yeah, wrong. But on the other hand, we are willing to continue into the great beyond on our great quest for... Well, we'll figure that out. The point is, <laughs> give us money. Sweet, sweet money. Sweet money. And we will continue to entertain you week in, week out. And that... Is an Arthurian Mendeloff the Third guarantee? 
This is Rogers. <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Love it. That was brilliant. See you next time, bastards. Bye. Same Bye. bastard time, same bastard channel. Tune in next time for another edge of your seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. enjoy listening but also have eyes check out our instagram where we post drawings illustrations character art from our adventures backwater underscore bastards check out our instagram on instagram